Good morning. Happy Thursday. I have NeuroCoffee in hand and it is perfect. Um, this, this might be a quick one, but I had a golfer come in with low back pain um, end of last week. Um, so she came with the diagnosis of a bulging disc, L5S1, um, basically uh -huh. from like a presentation standpoint was just way over to the right side, um, kind of like right shoulder significantly lower, um, then, then that like sway back, like knee hyperextended posture. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, so I spent the first visit just like trying to get her off that right side. Um, got like on the table, got relative motion back pretty much full, pretty easily. Um, but like every mm -hmm. time we would stand up, um, would still have the pain when she would like go to test um, bending backwards. Uh -huh. So second visit kept making the same mistake of working proximally. And then ultimately I started working on her foot, uh, the right foot. So yep. she had like an ER foot in non-weight bearing, but then she would orient into IR on that side um, when she would stand up. Mm -hmm. So I just did like the middle P foot mobilization and uh -huh. then when she stood up, all her pain was gone. Sweet. What I'm trying to figure out, just to make sure I'm thinking about it correctly, um, could have gotten all the motion back on the table, but as soon as she would stand up, like was the foot just enough to basically just kick her right back to where she was until I did that? Yeah, okay. So um, your, your standard chessboard has about 13 different uh, measures on it. I'll yes, take I'll take your word for it. Something like I, that, give or take. Yeah. Give or take. Okay. Yeah. So, so here's so here's the question: Did you get full relative motion on the table? Yeah. No, you didn't. Uh, okay. What was that? What was that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's like so 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 the reason that the uh, the reason that you don't test everything. Okay, so you remember the story back in the olden days, how many tests did I used to do? 70-something. 77 tests, okay? I counted them, 77 tests, right? Took 25 minutes, 77 tests. Um, so this is where you start to, to do your peripheral test. And, and you did it, you, like, you followed the right process. You probably, probably, maybe you could have caught it sooner, maybe not. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know how much time you had to work and 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 such, right? But you followed the right process, right? You got all of the all of the major areas that we would consider important and easier to identify, and then you identified the potential limiting factor, which was more distal, right? And we've talked about this kind of stuff before. It's like okay, like you want people to come in that have practically no relative motion except for eyeballs and big toes, right? And, <laughs> and so th that's where you have to start sometimes. And so you just recognize the fact that, okay, I got all these relative motions. And then you, you brought her back up, you had a KPI, right? To let you know whether you were successful on her feet or not. And then you made an observation. You said, oh, this foot thing is still apparent when she stands up, okay? And so she needed better information that it was coming up from the ground, right? So she could turn it back around and then you gave her the, 
the position that she actually needed in standing. And this is why, this is why, you know, when you clean somebody up from the table, you can't make the assumption that everything's okay. Yeah, right? I, feel, I feel like most often when I've see, had the issue standing people up with this like extension-based pain, going like on like a, a gravity progression usually is like what the solution is in terms of like wall supported stuff and whatever, but that, that didn't work for her in real time. Yeah. But it's like yeah. a little bit different than what I was used to seeing with that. So can we can we alter your terminology a little bit? Of course. Okay. So I'm I'm gonna try not to throw up because I gotta use the e-word. Okay. What you call extension-based pain, I would say they have to orient to push into the ground. Fair. Right? Okay. So on the table, how much pushing into the ground does she need to do? Not much. much, not much. Okay. So when you stand her up and she goes, she, and she uses the strategy that she's most familiar with, because that's the information that she's getting from the ground up and the, from the ground up, her foot says orient, right? Stands to reason. That's what she's going to do. Right. So again, I, my, I think you, your process was perfectly fine. Maybe you could have cut to the chase faster, but I think you did a great job. All right. right. You did the right. You did the right thing. You did the right thing. Right. Now, just don't forget that you've got relative motions, you know, within the segment. And that's what you have to address. And we talk about it all the time with the tibiofemoral rotations and subtalar joint positions and big toe positions and such. Right. So you got to make sure that all that is still intact when she's on the ground or, yeah, when she's standing up on the ground. Yeah, and that, that's where I kind of told her that it was like if that made that much of a difference, then like kind of going to be spending more time focused down there moving forward. Right. So you're going to have to take that more into consideration. And then maybe these are the situations where you're going to break out the tape or you got to think like shoe type, you got to think inserts, et cetera. Yeah, so I, 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 ta I taped her foot. Um, like I saw her this past Monday and then I saw her yesterday, but then she was leaving for the last tournament of the year today. Yeah. Um, but yeah. she, it was funny. It was funny. She said she practiced Tuesday after I taped her. Um, and she said she'd never hit the ball that straight in her life, which is pretty funny. <laughs> so there you, there you go. Good morning. I have neuro coffee in hand and it is perfect. All right. Misha. Long time no see. Where you at? Hello. Hey Bill. Greetings. Uh so I'm trying to figure out exercises for a end game a wide infrastructure angle. Uh-huh. So like no motion, no relative motion anywhere. Nice. And I'm trying to uh, modify the kind of left, uh, left roll, like left uh, mummy roll. Well, I'm sorry, which, which roll? Uh, mummy roll. What is that? Uh, so uh, that's when you have your, uh, let me see if I can get my video working. Uh, so that's when you have your, uh, hands in uh, this type of position. 
So you're you don't passionate. want him to, you don't want him to turn. I do want him to turn, but so what? So I'm then, hang on, Bob. Hang on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You would never put your hands like that if you wanted to create a turn. Okay. Yeah. So what I'm trying to do is to recreate this hand position by applying pressure, kind of so not putting him into a left side line position like this, but applying pressure. So not from the side, but kind of from here, the way well, that you would. I know what elbow. you're trying to do, boss. I know what you're trying to do. You're just doing it wrong. I'm trying to do it with some kind of prop. So his hand position is actually like this, right? So like he's sideline, side left sideline. Uh -huh. And then he, he kind of rolls forward a little bit on the right side. So the pressure is not going like, uh, laterally from the left side, but kind of a little, so it's not like. Yeah, it's oblique. You're trying to create an yeah, oblique yeah, pressure. Yeah, a little bit more oblique, but his hand is still like, you know, in this position. So he stands kind of in front of him, but he's uh -huh. rolling like this. So he is applying pressure uh, obliquely yeah. with I'm, some I'm kind followed. of prop, some kind yep. of prop here. So would that be better than having like the sideline position? I don't know. What was the result? Uh, there was uh, not, the result wasn't good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, then it wasn't better, yeah, okay. right? So, what's the difference? Hang on. When you're working Hang on. With... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. When you're, when you're compressed front to back, mm -hmm. okay, in what direction do you get wider? Simple uh, answer sideways. Okay. Sideways, yeah. So this is going to determine what type of a role behavior that you're going to try to um, utilize. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the more side to side you are, the more side lying you have to go. Right. Mm -hmm. So for me to put pressure on the oblique, I have to have enough expansion to apply so I can promote the expansion in the opposing direction. If all you have is sideways, then you're going to you're going to put them in a more sideline position because that's mm -hmm. the only direction that you can create a gradient. Mm -hmm. So you start them like straight up sideways. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you can manipulate the extremity that's that's free. The one on the ground is going to be on the ground. So you can put that here or whatever, but um, you're going to use the extremity to start to create the gradient. Okay. Do you yeah. understand? Yeah. So, so put your hands like that. Okay. Point, point both elbows at the camera. All right. Now, all I want you to do is I want you to take your, your uh, left elbow and move it away from your head. Okay. All right. Go until you feel a stretch on the, on the front side and then back it off. So, so the stretch barely just no 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 just so the stretch disappears just so the stretch disappears okay so if you were laying on your right side mm -hmm. this would be expanding the the left anterior okay yeah. then you bring the arm back in towards your head and then you're expanding on the back side mm -hmm. Okay, but so that's how you would want to manipulate this because you don't have a you have to create a gradient, mm -hmm. right? You have, you have to start creating this sort of like front to back kind of a thing, and then by doing it on one side, you're actually promoting a little bit of turning. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, 
but you're going to keep the pressure through the lateral aspect of the of the axial skeleton under that circumstance right and for a wide i say would you start left side line first because we're trying to like Overall, we're trying to capture mid on the right first, right? So, like the the overall. But overall. again, that's dependent on that's dependent on the presentation now. So you've got a guy that's that's all the way forward, mm -hmm. right? Um, yeah. So there's there is an advantage to putting it putting him on the uh, on the right side, and then as you as you open this side up and push that side forward, you're going to create the delay on the right side. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which it, which is where you would need to go first. Okay. So you're trying to you're trying to move him you're trying to move him back on the right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when the right side's down on the ground, if if I open if I open this up, I'm actually pushing the left side forward, which would create the delay on the right side, which is what you're after. Okay. And then, uh, what about like the hip flexion? Because somebody like that, they have like no hip flexion available. So am I thinking right. like- So, okay. So, so how can you orient the lower body so that he stays in an ER space? So I think having him like the hips less than 45 degrees of hip flexion. Well, you, so you drop him, you drop him out of the, the 90 degrees, but you just put something between his knees. So, so, so put him put oh, yeah, a space yeah. between, so he's mm -hmm. out into ER. Yeah. That way everything, so this is, you see how you're in an ER space here, and then you put the hip basically in the same place. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This can actually become, this can actually become a, a, a roll as well. Okay. You can coordinate that. So if he's laying on his right side, you put a roller between his legs, hand behind his head. As he pulls this elbow back, he pushes the roller forward with the, with the top leg, which is the left leg. Mm -hmm. And that's creating the turn towards the floor. Mm -hmm. You understand? Yeah. yeah. And you just, you kind of roly poly him back and forth. So, so as he's moving, as he's moving with his, so he moves into a position with an exhale. You hold the position, take an inhale. You move him to the next position with an exhale. You hold that position with an inhale, and that's what's going to start to create the the fluid shifts that you need to create a gradient. Okay, right. So it's, okay, mm -hmm. yeah. And so and and you'll what you'll notice is you'll start to tune down a lot of that concentric orientation that way. It's got to be yes. slow. It's got to be boring. It's got to be heavy, and it's got to be lazy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right, because most people want to work hard for you, right? Mm -hmm. You know how that goes, and and so you got to teach them to move with the least effort necessary to capture the position. Right. Okay. Right. And then, but basically, uh, kind of like the end goal of all of these activities is to capture mid on that right side without compensation. First. Right. So you're so trying. You're trying to move him back. You're going to try to move him back to the right. Right. So maybe back like right. performing a supine cross connect with the right foot on the wall without compensation would be like a good like KPI. Yep. Okay. So you got to have it. You got to have enough. Uh, the the late hip IR. You got to have enough to put the foot on the wall. Mm -hmm. Right. He's got to be able to get really close to pushing straight down into the ground. 
If he doesn't have a lot of relative motions, you got to monitor that. That's going to be your KPI to let you know when you can put that foot on the wall. Right, right. So basically at this point, there's pretty much no point of doing any exercises with the foot contact because he can get it. Again, it's like you're you're going to be the best judge of that, but but it's the the way from your description, it sounds like you just don't have enough relative motion to even do that. So mm -hmm. so this is why you use like a hook line position because that's going to allow you access to a foot contact mm -hmm. in a space that's available. Okay, so like a, a supine hook line uh, cross. So, yeah, so right. maybe you go maybe you go the sideline roll thing that we just talked about. And then you go to like a hook line position where you can capture a foot contact. Yeah. Okay. And then maybe you can go to the wall. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, okay. yeah, that makes sense.